Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. I am uh, coming to you from the East Coast, uh, specifically. I'm in New Jersey. And uh, as those of you who are longtime listeners know, uh, my brother and his family uh, live in New Jersey. And as you may also know, uh, last weekend was the A Course in Miracles conference in New York, Nueva Yorka. And uh, it was a great gathering, so I'm sure I'll be sharing some of that in our broadcast today. But let us jump into our heart and into our prayer, so I invite you to take that breath of love and gratitude with me. I place my hand on my heart, and I invite you to place your hand on your heart as we move into the heart center The awareness that love is all that there is and all that we are. So grateful. So grateful to open ourselves to the unlimited flow of perfect love. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember our true identity is that perfect love. And that the light has come. We are grateful and we're thankful to surrender all blocks to love. We're grateful and thankful to say, let there be light in my awareness. Let the light of God shine from my heart and be a beacon. Let me be truly helpful. This is my prayer, to know and be the light to set aside all thoughts of darkness, all thoughts of grievances, remembering that love holds no grievances. And I am only interested in teaching, sharing, being the love that I am. I'm grateful to allow all grievances to fade away to dissolve and resolve permanently back to whatever their root cause was. Not interested in that anymore. So grateful and so thankful to share the benefits of the healing, the expansion with everyone because we are one with them. So grateful and so thankful to accept and to allow our healing. We're allowing ourselves to be led and guided together by the higher Holy Spirit self, right here and right now, saying yes. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. (sighs) Yes. Mm. So beautiful. So uh, at the conference last weekend, uh, the topic of the whole conference was that beautiful section in the Course text <clears throat> where it says, The holiest spot on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. Isn't that wonderful? And 
so we were, all the speakers were asked to speak on that topic. And so the topic the Holy Spirit specifically made me aware of was ancient self-hatred to present self-love. And as I was preparing for the first of my talks, I uh, just came like a, a bolt of light into my awareness. Holy Spirit, sometimes we have these dialogues in a sense. And it's great to always be listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's good to make a special time for it. Of course, Course in Miracles teaches us that prayer is communion with God and that the answered prayer is that guidance, that insight, the awareness of God's presence, love's presence that enters into our mind as we're more and more open and available to it. So I do find that sometimes guidance comes instantly when I ask a question. In fact, it very often does. And sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm asking a question. So I might be asking a question like, I wonder why this or that. Bam, that intuition comes right in. And I didn't even realize I was asking a question. I was just kind of musing. So it's interesting how the uh, the guidance or the insight comes. And so I really was, as I was preparing for the talk, really opening myself to be of the highest service. And I always open myself for every class, every radio broadcast, every talk, uh, really every day to be the happy learner. So no one learns more than me from what comes through me when I'm sharing and talking. And so this is what really is so wonderful is uh, in the Course in Miracles is that the teacher of God, who is anyone who's had uh, even the most fleeting momentary experience of not seeing someone else, anyone else, as separate. And it's that awareness of unity, no matter how brief or fleeting it seems to be, remembered or not remembered, (laughs) recognized or not recognized, that fleeting moment of awareness of unity is what makes a person a teacher of God. And uh, also... uh, to, uh, I guess, consider yourself an official Course in Miracles teacher. You're to have done the workbook at least once. And so, whatever. I, I don't get into all that. I'm not interested in being the Course in Miracles police for anyone, including myself. Lord knows. So, uh, at any rate, um, but it says that all that really Spirit is waiting for and all that anyone who might have an interest in what I'm sharing is waiting for us for my decision to actually be willing to learn. And so, uh, and then the floodgates begin to open because you're magnetically pulling it in when you're willing to learn. So that's why our little willingness is all that's required. So, uh, Saturday, last Saturday, when I was preparing for my Saturday morning talk at the conference, I was just opening my mind, Holy Spirit, speak to me, speak through me, speak as me, uh, and 
what came into my awareness, because I always say, what, what would you have me share? What would you have me know or understand or share or convey? And um, I very often prior to the talk, I might get a series of thoughts or ideas, but I've come to learn that it's not even worth writing them down a lot of the time because um, in the moment, uh, whoever is there listening, and right now, if you're listening to this years after this broadcast, which we're doing live right now, but if you're listening years later, the Holy Spirit knew you would be listening, that the potential for your listening was there. So regardless of space and time in terms of the listening, whenever you come to the listening, the Holy Spirit will have already pre-encoded into whatever it is I'm sharing what will support you in being inspired if you're willing. So that's why we just keep cultivating that willingness from a little willingness. If a little is all you got, you know, a long time, uh, for many years, I had, uh, much of the time I had uh, so much resistance and reluctance that I had a willingness to be willing. Or sometimes even I was willing to be willing to be willing. And that's as close as I could get to it. So, whatever degree of willingness, if you're willing to be 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 willing, take it. That's no small thing. Because there is no big or small in God. There is simply willingness. And the more you cultivate the habit of willingness, the more you will receive. Because of your willingness. And, uh, oh, I just looked at uh, the clock here. It says, uh, um, it's 11-11. That's a good sign. <laughs> so, I uh, love those master numbers reminding me of the truth. So, Saturday morning when I was preparing what came into my mind, such a beautiful awareness, and I felt so lovingly the presence of the Holy Spirit saying to me, Jennifer, the light is what everyone is and the light cannot be sullied. The light cannot be made dirty. You cannot float a speck of dirt into the light and have it stick to the light. It's just not possible. You can filter the light and you can block the light. So you can filter the light through um, a screen or a fog or smoke or any kind of thing like that, a dirty window. But you cannot in any way take that light and make it dirty or sullied. And the same is true for you and for everyone because you are the light of the world. Now, 
My favorite lesson in the workbook is Lesson 68, Love Holds No Grievances. And for me, that's my daily reminder to let go of all judgments and opinions. Jennifer, teach only love, for that is what you are, and love holds no grievances. That, to me, is the whole of A Course in Miracles. Every forgiveness lesson, everything that I need to know is in that. Teach only love, for that is what you are. Love holds no grievances. So, lesson 69 is a favorite lesson of mine, too. So, that's right after love holds no grievances. So, lesson 69 is, my grievances hide the light of the world in me. My grievances hide the light of the world in me. So that's telling me, it's reminding me, I am the light. And it says here, no one can look upon what your grievances conceal. So no one can see the light on you, in you, rather, if you're holding on to grievances. They're going to see the grievances, not the light. It says, because your grievances are hiding the light of the world in you, everyone stands in darkness and you beside them. So we're here to be the light of the world. Jesus said, I am the light that lighteth up every man in the world, every woman, every child in the world, every being in the world. I am the light. So I am The I am presence is the light that lights us all up. And the light is pre-installed. It's our true nature. It's our essence. So a lot of Course in Miracles students come to understand the nature of the illusion, the projection of the dream, by understanding that uh, our mind is projecting our thoughts and beliefs And they are like a uh, movie projected on the screen that we see. So we're the ones who decide what we're going to see in the world, based according to our beliefs, which magnetize into our awareness the thoughts that are congruent with them. So this is why, as Course in Miracles students, we are continuously surrendering our beliefs to the Holy Spirit for healing and allowing them to be shifted and changed where, you know, everything in this room (laughs) only has the meaning that I've given to it. Those are my beliefs. And very often our beliefs are in the form of grievances. So our brother is the light of the world and loving our brothers and sisters saves us both. This is the teaching of Lesson 69. Share your salvation with your brothers and sisters who stood beside you when you were in hell. Your brothers and sisters are the light of the world that saves you both. So it's our willingness to release all grievances and to know that that is our freedom. So, my grievances hide the light of the world in me. So many light sharers, light bringers, light workers are wondering, how can I make a living? How can I be truly helpful? Well, the greatest thing you can do is release your grievances because they hide the light of the world in you. 
so there are so many people I know who um, have training in spiritual modalities of healing and helping, and they still entertain all their grievances, and they are thinking that they could be more successful in the world if they just understood websites better or email marketing better or these kinds of things, but it's not true. The greatest marketing principle of all time is I I am the light of the world. And uh, as I shine my light, all are lifted. Yes, I draw all unto me. When I shine my light, I draw all unto me. So that realization taught me I'm going to focus on my own healing and We'll just see what happens. And when I did that, then my ministry really began to grow and grow and grow. And I was giving away uh, much of what I offer, and I still do. The Power of Love Ministry offers this radio show. The Power of Love Ministry supported me in being able to speak at the conference. Power of Love Ministry produces the Living a Course of Miracles free class series that's on right now. John Mundy is our teacher this week. And we're going to talk about self-love in our spiritual practice this week with John Mundy. You can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com. Membership is free. And there are a number of different membership benefits, but you don't have to join the membership. You can just register for the class. The free classes, we've had four classes already, and we have 12 more to go in this series totally free for you uh, John Mundy Regina Dawn Akers myself and uh, Colin Tipping other teachers all talking about loving ourselves free of lack and limitation so we're the light of the world and as I be lifted up I draw all unto me so let us Release our grievances so the light of the world is not hidden in us. We are here to bring forth and be that light of the world. No one can look upon what your grievances conceal because your grievances are hiding the light of the world in you. Everyone stands in darkness and you beside him. But as the veil of your grievances is listed, you are released with him, with your brothers and sisters. So as I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. Share your salvation now with him who stood beside you when you were in hell. He is your brother in the light of the world that saves you both. So willingness to be the light is what it's all about so valuable to really contemplate this awareness that you are the light of the world and light cannot be sullied or dirtied in any way, which means nothing you have done, nothing that was done to you has in any way sullied that light. You know, you are that original perfection that the light is, and ever shall it be so. Yes. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and one thing I'd like to share with you, too, is that I offer daily prayer and inspiration for free at JenniferHadley.com. It's my daily blog 
I call it my spiritual espresso, and it includes a new prayer that I record every day. So you can join me in that, totally free. You're listening right now to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we are living the love, we're walking the talk, we're being the light, and we'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome back. And I'd like to take this moment to... Thank all of the people who support the Power of Love Ministry. Uh, we're a nonprofit organization that sponsors all these activities. Uh, JenniferHadley.com and LivingACourseOfMiracles.com. This radio show broadcast is sponsored by the Power of Love Ministry along with Unity.fm, the Unity Online Radio Network. And uh, last year in... Uh, 2014, we had people from 102 countries participating in the free classes at livingacourseofmiracles.com, which I just think is extraordinary. So a big thank you to all the people who make offerings of tithes and support because you really make it possible. And one of the things that is there that... Um, it was languishing, but now we're putting more attention on it, is our study group listing and our Course in Miracles calendar. So that's one of our goals this year is to have the funds to really put more energy into that and keep that up to date so uh, people can list their study groups and A Course in Miracles events there at livingacourseofmiracles.com on the global calendar. And uh, so you'll hear me talk about that some more. And uh, at livingacourseofmiracles.com, there are several audios that are free for listening to or downloading about how to start a study group, how to run and facilitate and organize and promote a study group. So I joined with other very successful study group leaders, and we have those calls there for you. And again, you can share and listen to them. And then there's also the A Course in Miracle study group leaders Facebook group, which you can join and be a part of and share in there as well and get support in there. So I invite people who are longtime study group leaders to join in there and help mentor people who would like to be study group leaders in that Facebook group. So please pass the word. It's a great time to get some more study groups going. So many people are looking for study groups, and if you're willing, the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you. Even if you don't have a place or a space, you don't feel qualified, you haven't done the workbook yet, none of that matters. If you're willing uh, to hold the space for it, everything that is needed will be provided to you. Because that's how spirit works. And the other thing I'd like to share with you is the A Course in Miracles app is available for downloading. Uh, right now, it's only for iPhones and iPads. Uh, and it's available at acimapp.com. 
and also at iTunes. And it's called A Course in Miracles app. <laughs> There's the name, A Course in Miracles app. ACIM complete with deluxe features and it's free. So please get it, enjoy it. You can use it to set reminders and do all kinds of things. All right. Uh, and of course, the living of course of miracles.com has 12 more free classes this week. Our teacher is John Mundy. And uh, we had a wonderful class with James Twyman last week and the week before with David Fishman and more wonderful teachers coming up. Yes, including Regina Dawn Akers, Colin Tipping, and more. <sighs> yes, and if you're a fan of Patricia Cota Robles, she's not a Course in Miracles teacher, but she is a student of the truth. And so she's going to be sharing this time as well. I'm very excited about that. And uh, Sherry Lane, who's written a wonderful book, uh, is going to share. She's a longtime Course in Miracles student. And teachers. So lots of good stuff for us in the Living a Course of Miracles free classes at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Please tell your friends and your study group members to check all these benefits out. All right. So talking about being the light, living the light, living in the light and as the light that we are. So. Um, in chapter 15, which is about the holy instant, it says in section 9, As the ego would limit your perception of your brothers to the body, so would the Holy Spirit release your vision and let you see the great rays shining from them so unlimited that they reach to God. So the ego limits your perception of your brothers to the body. And the Holy Spirit will release your vision and let you see the great rays shining from them so unlimited that they reach to God. So many people have reported having experiences where they see people as beings of light. And certainly, um, many people see auras and things like that. So this is our true nature, our true identity is light. These great rays. This is what the Course is saying right here. It says, it is the shift to vision that is accomplished in the holy instant. So in the holy instant, we shift from thinking that we see with the body's eyes to see with divine vision. And when we do, the Holy Spirit is releasing our vision to let us see the great rays shining from our brothers and sisters so unlimited that they reach to God as beams of light, rays of light. It says here, Yet it is needful for you to learn just what this shift entails. So you will become willing to make it permanent. We have to learn what is the shift to vision and allowing the Holy Spirit to make that shift for us. Remember, the Holy Spirit's going to do all the heavy lifting 
if we are willing. So this is why cultivating that willingness is so critical to our success. We don't have to do it ourselves and we don't have to make it happen. Oh my gosh, anytime you're trying to make it happen, you know that you're aligned with the ego. And that's why John Mundy picked this topic for us this week in Living a Course of Miracles on loving yourself in your spiritual practice. Because for me, for a long time, the ego was driving my spiritual practice and it was not loving at all. Remember, love is the healer. So we're learning to be loving ourselves free in our spiritual practice. Otherwise, the ego just has another tool to beat us over the head with and tell us how bad and wrong we are regarding our spiritual practice. So let's be willing to make that shift to vision permanent. It says here, given this willingness... The shift of vision will not leave you, for it is permanent. That's our natural, eternal way of knowing ourselves and the world is with vision. Once you have accepted it as the only perception you want, it is translated into knowledge by the part that God himself plays in the atonement, for it is the only step in it he understands. Therefore, in this there will be no delay when you are ready for it. God is ready now, but you are not. Our task is but to continue as fast as possible. The necessary process of looking straight at all the interference and seeing it exactly as it is. For it is impossible to recognize as wholly without gratification what you think you want. So what you think you want is wholly without gratification. The only thing that is worth having is this holy instant when we have cultivated our willingness to the point where we've reached that tipping point and now we're more willing than we are resistant and reluctant. And the Holy Spirit can release our vision and let us see the great rays shining from our brothers and sisters so unlimited that the rays reach to God And this shift to vision is accomplished in that holy instant. Now, in the end of sickness, which is chapter 10, section 5. So chapter 10 is the idols of sickness. And section 4 is the end of sickness. So sickness is anything. It can be, it doesn't have to be physical sickness, it can be emotional, mental, any kind of disturbance we can say is sickness. So it says in there, in paragraph 7, the miracle is the act of a son of God who has laid aside all false gods and calls on his brothers to do likewise. It is an act of faith. Because it is the recognition that his brother can do it. So we're looking at our brothers and sisters knowing that they can set aside all the false gods, all the false idols. 
rather than looking at our brothers and sisters and thinking that they have problems and they need fixing and they need help. Looking at the world and saying, oh, the world needs my help is very different than energizing that prayer for living our purpose, which is on page 28 in the text, the prayer that begins with, I am here only to be truly helpful. Being in that pre- that space of, I am here only to be truly helpful, and that the one who sent me will lead me and guide me of what to say and what to do, and so I don't have to wonder or worry I just am listening and being guided and allowing and cultivating my willingness. That prayer is very different from looking at the world and thinking that it needs our help. Because if we're looking at the world and thinking it needs our help, we're aligned with the ego. We're in judgment. We're in opinion. And we're thinking that something is wrong and bad. And it's really about I don't know what anything is for, except everything is for my learning. Because everything has been gently planned by one whose only purpose is my good. Yes. And as it says in the Manual for Teachers in the Development of Trust, Chapter 4, uh, it says, it takes great learning to realize that everything is truly helpful. So, to our learning. So here, um, the miracle is the act of a son of God who has laid aside all false gods and calls on his brother to do likewise. It is an act of faith because it is the recognition that his brother can do it. It is a call to the Holy Spirit in his mind, a call that is strengthened by joining because the miracle worker has heard God's voice. He strengthens it in a sick brother by weakening his belief in sickness, which he does not share. So let us not share a belief in sickness. Let us not look at our brothers and sisters with sympathy. Instead, let us look at them with love and compassion because then when we're looking with love and compassion, we're not judging things as being bad or wrong. And I have found, I know Course in Miracles talks about empathy, but I have found that as an empath, I'm an empath, that when I align with people um, empathically who are struggling, then I start to feel like, oh, they're there's a validation of their struggling now we're both sharing that feeling of struggling and that's not helpful to them so for me i i have found great value in standing in this place of not sharing anyone's belief in sickness the power of one mind can shine into another because all the lamps of god were lit by the same spark there's just one of us that spark is everywhere and it is eternal in many only the spark remains for the great rays are obscured yet God has kept the spark alive so that the rays can never be completely forgotten. 
if you but see the little spark in your brother or yourself, you will learn of the greater light, for the rays are there unseen. Perceiving the spark will heal, but knowing the light will create. Yet, in the returning, the little light must be acknowledged first, for the separation was a descent from magnitude, the greatness of the great rays and the light, the magnitude to littleness. But the spark is still as pure as the great light. You see, the spark of light in everyone is still as pure as the great light because there is just this one light source shining in all of us. The spark is still as pure as the great light because it is the remaining call of creation. Put all your faith in it and God himself will answer you. In many, only the spark remains for the great rays are obscured. Yet God has kept the spark alive so that the rays can never be completely forgotten. So this is our journey of a remembering that we are the light and the light has come. So a wonderful affirmation that I have used over and over again is, I am the light, the light has come. I am the light. I am is the light in me. Yes, let us remember the light. Let us see it in our brothers and sisters. We see it to recognize it in ourselves because our brothers and sisters are mirroring to us our own belief system. Do you have a belief in sickness or are you willing to put your faith in the light? Remember, every sense of a problem, every sense of illness, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, financial, uh, whatever the projection is, It can be shined away because all those projections of difficulty and challenge and negativity and suffering and pain and despair, shame and blame, resentment, regret, hurt, fear, anxiety, worry, doubt, every manifestation of upset of any kind is simply a filter in the mind that is a filter on our awareness of the light, of our expression of the great rays. So what we're here doing in this world is we're shining our light through those patterns of belief. And doing that... We see on the screen of our life what we believe. So as we look at the world, all we can see is the projection of our belief system until we're willing to hand it over to the Holy Spirit and say, Love holds no grievances. Show me how to release my grievances so that all that I see is love. All that I teach is love. All that I know is love. And love is the light of the world in me. Let me see the great rays shining 
from my brothers and sisters. Let me know the light in my own mind. Let me live in that holy instant, knowing only the light. I am the light of the world, and my grievances hide the light in me. Let me not hide that light anymore. I'm Jennifer Hadley. It's time for me to take a break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. We're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we're shining the light. Right here on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Are you in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, 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 we're living in the light, living as the light, being the light of the world. And chapter 16, the forgiveness of illusions, section six, the bridge to the real world. So we're, we're interested in <laughs> traveling across that bridge to the real world, away from the illusion. And, um, so I was saying at the beginning of the show how the light can never be sullied. It can never be dirtied. We can filter the light through all kinds of filters. And indeed, that's what we do living in this human experience. We're seeing in the world that we have made our projections, which are the filters in our mind, the beliefs that we have, that we shine the light that we are through in order to experience the illusion 
really that simple. And uh, many people, many Course in Miracles talk about uh, the projection, the illusion, the dream that we seem to be looking at with our body's eyes. Of course, we don't see with our body's eyes. We only see with the mind. Uh, but what we're seeing is uh, what we think we see with the body's eyes in the world of form is like a screen that we're watching a movie upon. And um, so if we'd like to change the movie, let us change our mind. Seek not to change the world, but to change your mind about the world. So you can see here that A Course in Miracles really is a holographic teaching and that it's all saying the same thing over and over and over again in many different ways. But it's just one truth, one thing that is being uh, expressed. And so we cannot sully or dirty the light that we are. Uh, however, we get identified with the body. We forget that we are the light and we think that we are the body. And then in actual fact, all hell breaks loose. And so all hell has broken loose for all of us and we're finding our way back to heaven in our mind. So the forgiveness of illusions, the bridge to the real world, chapter 16, section 6, paragraph 1. The search for the special relationship is the sign that you equate yourself with the ego and not with God. So if you're looking for a special relationship with a person, with a a pet, with anything or anyone, the special relationship is the one that says basically, you plus me equals shelter against the storm. The world is the storm. So when we're looking for a special relationship, we're affirming that we need shelter from the storm. And we are deluding ourselves into thinking that we're not the the maker of the storm. Someone else has made this storm, and now we're seeking shelter from it. But the truth is, there's only one. And uh, we are the maker of the storm, and we are the one that can bring salvation and Uh, A return to our eternal nature of peace. All right, so the special relationship has value only to the ego. To the ego, unless a relationship has special value, it has no meaning. For it perceives, the ego perceives all love as special. Yet this cannot be natural, for it is unlike the relationship of God and His Son. And all relationships that are unlike this one, the holy relationship, must be unnatural. For God created love as He would have it be, and gave it as it is. Love has no meaning except as its Creator defined it, By his will. So the ego's definitions of what love is and all the attachments that we have put on love and all the expectations, needing appreciation, needing recognition, the needing, wanting, craving, all those attachments that come with a special relationship, all the aversions, the hatreds, the upsets, those attachments that come with the special relationship. All of that is evidence that it's a special relationship and not a loving one. So it is impossible to define uh, love otherwise and understand it. Love is freedom. To look for it by placing yourself in bondage 
is to separate yourself from it. So the special relationship often has this sense of bondage, doesn't it? And that's why it's so upsetting so often is because it's we've we're giving up our freedom for bondage. But love is freedom. To look for love by placing yourself in bondage is to separate yourself from love. For the love of God no longer seek for union and separation, nor for freedom and bondage. As you release, so will you be released. So release your brothers and sisters from thinking that they should anything from all the attachments that you've ever put on them in your experience of special relationships release them all and you will be free as well forget this not or love will be unable to find you and comfort you forget this not or love will be unable to find you and comfort you so clear there is a way in which the Holy Spirit asks for your help if you would have his so the Holy Spirit asks for your help if you'd like to have the Holy Spirit's help here's what you do the Holy Instant is the Holy Spirit's most helpful aid in protecting you from the attraction of guilt guilt's very attractive to us and it is that guilt that lures us into the special relationship You do not recognize that this guilt is the real appeal of the special relationship, for the ego has taught you that freedom lies in the guilt, that the special relationship is somehow going to make us feel better and forget the guilt, dissolve the guilt. You validate me. You complete me, special relationship. Yet, the closer you look at the special relationship, the more apparent it becomes that it must foster guilt and therefore must imprison. Have you ever tried to make somebody feel guilty or ashamed because of what they did or did not do in your special relationship? That's what I'm talking about here. So, the special relationship is totally meaningless without a body. If you value the special relationship, you must also value the body, and what you value, you will keep. So look deeply into your life. How are you perpetuating the special relationships? And just give them over to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, make this special relationship holy. Make all these ego-based relationships holy. Please, guide me, lead me directly. Direct me. Directly direct me (laughs) the special relationship is a device for limiting yourself to a body and for limiting your perception of others to their bodies the great rays would establish the total lack of value of the special relationship if they were seen so if we could see each other as the light beings that we are we would have no more value for the special relationship. For In seeing the great rays, the body would disappear because its value would be lost. And so your whole investment in seeing it would be withdrawn from it. You see the world you value. On this side of the bridge, you see the world of separate bodies seeking to join each other in separate unions and to become one by losing. 
So you lose your freedom when you value the special relationship. Yes. Now, let us be the light in the dream, which is to be the great rays. In chapter 18, section 3, the light in the dream. You and your brother are coming home together after a long and meaningless journey that you undertook apart and that led you nowhere. You have found your brother, and you will light each other's way. And from this light will the great rays extend back into darkness and forward into God to shine away the past and so make room for his eternal presence in which everything is radiant in the light. Let us be the light that we are and see the light in our brothers and sisters. I invite you to place your hand on your heart once again. As I remind you, livingacourseofmiracles.com, we have 12 more free classes. This week we're setting ourselves free by having a loving spiritual practice. The ego no longer driving our spiritual practice, and John Mundy is our teacher. With our hand on our heart, we take this breath of love and gratitude. We invoke the Holy Spirit into our awareness to help us live in the holy instant. We are willing. We surrender the special relationship and our attachments to it. We allow ourselves to recognize the light in ourselves and in our brothers and sisters. The purity of the light remains unsullied. For this, we are deeply grateful and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Have a great week. I love you. Mwah.